Hi everyone and welcome to the first ever podcast we've made for um, Children in Care Council in Trafford. My name's Alex, I've been one of the workers who supports young people and Children in Care Council for a couple of years and with us today we've also got Mark who's been one of the workers at Children in Care Council for about 10,000 years and then also uh, we've got Leo, a young person who's recently joined the group um, who's actually really experienced at doing podcasts, who's going to sort of help us today um, asking some questions and hosting us. And the idea is that you uh, get an idea of how podcast works. Uh, hi guys, I'm Leo and I'm a child in care. Um, I'm 17 years old and I've got a, big bit, a bit of experience by doing a podcast. Um, if you want to hear my recent podcast, uh, jump in and reform radio it's about lebanon and hope you like it um i'm the host and i'll be um speaking well actually asking some couple of questions um for the uh, children care council um it's so we're just trying to give a, a bit of an example how to do podcast how to contribute and communicate with other um people whilst using a podcast um, so, first question um, goes to Alex. Um, tell me a funny thing that had made you laugh whilst doing Children in Care Council. Oh, it's been one of the loveliest things about my jobs, actually, is um, being involved with the Children in Care Council, and the young people never fail to make me laugh. I feel like um, sort of 20% of our meetings are people just laughing and having banter, and I really enjoy that. But uh, perhaps one of my favourite things is when uh, Aaron and Matthew, when we'd have our socials, we'd go to uh, Nando's, and Aaron and Matthew would always get the, the roulette at, the, uh, at Nando's, and it means that one of those chicken wings is going to be the spiciest thing in the world, and I always loved watching them eat it and not know if it was going to be a, a gentle chicken wing or something that was going to blow your face off. I quite enjoyed watching and waiting for that to happen. Um, but yeah, I've got, I've got many stories. Um, second question goes to Mark. What's the hardest thing about helping young people to get their voice across? Uh, hi. I think I, I think it's just really difficult for sometimes for young people to think that they are actually being listened to, and to actually uh, believe that what they're saying is important and that people will act on it. So I I think it's it's part of our job is to really make sure that you know what uh, changes have been made after you've you've told us because i i feel that's the thing that's missing the young people can tell us a lot about what's what needs to be improved but we have to be able to show them and and to remind them that they that they are listened to and they are taken seriously i i also i think that like that's one thing i've noticed is in the children and care council we kind of try and get our young people to speak for um, all of the young looked after young people in Trafford and there's like 400 looked after people in Trafford and it's really it's really hard when you say to someone oh how can we make foster care better if they maybe get on really well with their foster care and having a great time <laughs> and it's really hard for them to say oh this is how it could be better because maybe in their life for them it's going quite well so it's hard for them to think about uh, you know ideas to make it better or whatever so I think that's the hard thing is trying to get for the children care counsellors it's really good when young people have got their own experience like oh this felt really rubbish this was done a really bad way it could have been done better but i think sometimes um if say a young person gets on really well with their social worker and their social worker is quite good for them and they have a good relationship it's almost like hard for them for the young person to say well 
I don't know. Actually, my my social worker seems okay. <laughs> that can be quite tricky, I think. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Um, so, third question goes to you, Alex, as well. Has children in care ever made social services do things differently? Yeah, like I like I think I think we've I think we've done lots of like softly, softly stuff. Like I think we've done quite a lot of stuff about like language. I know that a big thing is that now I go to meetings and managers regularly say family time instead of instead of contact when they're talking about young people uh, hanging out with their family, which I think is a nice change. But also I know that Mark before my time, but Mark was involved in um there used to be like a rule that it was really difficult for looked after young people to like have an overnight stay at their friend's house. It was all like really difficult, really complicated, loads of hoops to jump through. And um, and I know that was something that the Children in Care Council said was unfair and that other, other children or young people at the same age wasn't such a big deal for them to stay over at their friend's house. They just, there's a few phone calls between the adults and, and that was it. And um and I think we made changes on that. I think that changed the way that social workers thought about it. So I think we have done some real, made some real changes. Yeah, I'd agree. And um, I think one of the big things, we're, we're doing quite a big service redesign that we're going to talk about. So the whole of social services is going to be changed. And a lot of that is based on what uh, the young people, particularly the Children in Care Council, told them about wanting to keep the same worker so they could, you know, keep the same social worker so they could build a relationship. What they're doing is they're completely redesigned the entire social services system to make sure that you have fewer social workers. And also um, they're, they're actually creating the circumstances where social workers won't want to leave Trafford, so they'll stick around as well. Uh, including paying them more, which is a, a real, real good, good step forward for some of the more senior ones. So I'm really happy about that, and that was really good news. And that's directly from what our current children care council have told them that they want the same social workers, they want the same people, and not have to keep telling the story time and time again. Oh, well, that, well, that sounds good. Can the children in care council odds in the future? Well, I'm really hopeful that once we get back to normal, we can really start kicking on with the Children in Care Council. We'll, we'll be able to cook every uh, every meeting, but I'm hoping we're going to be able to do things like we used to do, like go on residentials, go on trips, um, go and um, have fun, basically. Uh, and we've had some great times. We've been to the Lake District, uh, Derbyshire, and um, we've been out in a cow field in Cheshire uh, at the... Um, at the Crocky Walk, having their absolute laugh, and I really want to be able to do that kind of stuff again. So I'm really uh, looking yeah, forward to that. Personally, I'm in. I'm a child in care, and I personally would love deadlines. Um, all of the other, all of the children in care, you know, would say, "Wow, I can't wait for this." All the trips and everything, but I think most of the children in care would love to see what kind of what date. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. most of the shops are going to open on the 12th of April but are we allowed to mix as a group outside um, I'm not sure about that so do you have any specific dates when we can start seeing each other's face to face because I think that would increase our confidence to each other and the way we can communicate online is different way you communicate yeah. in person yeah. Um, yeah and I agree with you Leo and Alex and I and Jade have discussed this and we are aiming for the May meeting. So the next meeting will be online. But all being well, we are aiming for the May meeting to be face-to-face. Uh, -face. So there's a date for you. Obviously, it can't be guaranteed, but uh, yeah, and all I being well. Think that, like, 
I also think that um that like when we do the activities that we we always call them socials and we'll maybe have like a smaller meeting meeting before them. Um, I think that like I think we're at a bit of a t- turning point with the group that we've got some new members and also and so I think we're at a point where like having those socials and having a laugh together is really important because it makes us get to know each other better and it makes it easier for us to share our ideas in the in the meetings and there might be times when we have different ideas and different points of view and I think if we can do that in a friendly respectful way and I think we learn to do that by having a laugh together really yeah. and comfortable with each other yeah yeah uh, guys this was a really short basic um, podcast to show you how you can create your own podcast hopefully um, maybe I'll, I'll take on the next meeting we'll see you guys I'll show you a quick um, thing to see how you can create your own podcast uh, by software called the Reaper um, I mean this was a really basic topic you know we we're just speaking about um, some couple of questions answering them but when you want to do um, your own podcast you can speak into a specific topic it doesn't have to be uh, formally it could be uh, traveling it could be holidays it could be education sport any kind of stuff so um, hope you enjoy doing your own podcast in future it's a really nice experience would um, would prefer it to for you to try it Thank you, Leo. That was brilliant. Thanks, Leo. Thanks. Brilliant.